0: happy sabbath everybody amen come on we could do better than that good morning and happy sabbath everybody are you glad to be in god's house just one more time amen amen it sounds like you're glad to be in god's house just one more time it is indeed a blessing and honor to be able to be in the presence of an awesome and wonderful god a god that loves us a god that cares for us amen A God that sees us as we are, but yet, in spite of that, he still loves us. He still cares for us. So it is indeed an honor and a blessing to be here today on this beautiful Sabbath morning. Listen, I just want to greet everyone in the name of the Lord, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm looking out in the audience here. I want to see, do we have any first-time visitors with us? Anyone visiting with us for the very first time? Anyone visiting with us for the very first? How about the second time? Anyone visiting with us for the second time? How about the third time? Can I go down the list? Okay, can I get some years in there? How many been here one year? Amen. It is indeed an honor to be in the presence of an awesome God. Um, Again, we are just so excited that we can get back into our worship building to be able to worship him in the presence of our family and our friends and and the beauty of holiness. And we just want to welcome all of those that are hanging in there at home. Come on, somebody. amen that's viewing online via our facebook page our youtube i believe we have a roku going on instagram we thank god that we have these multiple platforms that we're able to get the word of god out so we want to welcome you we thank god for you i know last week we celebrated birthdays and i think we had a birthday on Sabbath. amen dad harris 97, 97 97 I just want to know: Do we have any other birthdays on Sabbath? Amen. Yours was yesterday. Amen. When is your birthday? The when? The first. Amen. Amen. And I heard another one somewhere. My daughter's was the 16th. Your daughter's was the 16th. Amen. Amen. And we have the 10th. Raise your hand, number 10. Amen. amen and then we was we, we you know we love September so much we went ahead and did a 13 can I get a 13 in here <laughs> wait a minute now <laughs> but we thank God you said 15 and a uh, 20 amen who's today Justin is today man we had a Sabbath birthday last week and a Sabbath birthday this week we thank God you it's always one. He said, here's is every day. <laughs> praise God for you. Amen. Every day you wake up, it is a day of celebration, another day of blessings, another day to be able to just experience the presence of our Lord and Savior. Amen. And we thank God for all of our September birthdays, our anniversaries, um, and we just give God praise. Amen. Can you just do me a favor as we, um, before we worship in song, I just want to open up with a word of prayer. Can we just Amen. pray at this time? Amen. Loving Lord, our Father and our God, again, we are so thankful, so blessed and privileged and honored to be able to come before you. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. We give you all praise, honor, and glory. Thank you so much for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, we pray. But before I take my seat, we do have a couple of announcements that we do want to share with you today. Um, We want to First of all, thank God for our um, federation president. We'll be having a special uh, federation um, for our young people um, on October the 23rd. So we want you to mark your calendars for that date. Um, I mean, September the 23rd. Sorry about that. That's next Sabbath. Um, We want you to mark your calendars for that. We definitely want our young people to be involved and engaged. Um, We also have a post-pandemic um workshop coming up on the 29th i believe i don't know if we have that um ready for the screen yet amen. there it is right there our our, our pandemic proof amen um, i know there are a lot of questions about what's going on with this pandemic um, and so we want you to tune in we want you to mark your calendars for the 26th of september um, that way you can be informed amen there's a lot of conversation this way you will hear it from the professionals so we want you to mark your calendars for this pandemic proof Um, We are excited about what is going on um, in our slam area. Also, just want to encourage you to keep um, our church in prayer um, as we continue to worship the Lord in the spirit of beauty and holiness. At this time, prepare your hearts as we are blessed by our praise team.
1: You are so able activity of my limbs my family and my friends. I-
0: Again, I want to thank Brother Joseph for his penmanship. Truly an anointed brother. It is our prayer time. This is a time where we take our petitions and lay them before the throne of God to be able to lay all of our concerns, our weight, our issues. It's a bit of a thing about the God that we serve. We're not. There's nothing we can tell him that he don't already know. There's nothing that we can say that he is not already informed about. There's nothing we can do that he has not already done. But he has given us this platform to be able to come before his throne and to be able to make our pretentious known. I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful that there is somebody that I could turn to. That there is somebody that I can call on yeah. and that he is able to handle my drama. He can handle my issues. Yeah. I had some issues before and I told some friend of mine and they went and told somebody else and they went and told somebody else and, and they went and told somebody. But, yeah. but, but, but the God that I'm talking about this morning, yeah. he's not that kind of God. And so today we want to lift up our very own brother Charles uh, a, a Price, um, who suffered a stroke, our musician's brother. Yeah. Uh, we want to lift him up in prayer. Uh, we also want to remember um, Sister Mintha, Mintha uh, uh, Sister Beverly's first cousin who is having difficulties breathing. And so we want to remember her in prayer. We also want to remember... Um, sister Geraldine in prayer uh, we praying for the Rackley family i that we will continue to keep her in prayer um, we also want to remember uh, sister Louise uh, who is having heart surgery we want to remember her in prayer we also want to keep in prayer my nephew who uh, one of his close friends in Alaska was in a very bad car accident. His family was in a bad car accident and everyone was released but, but his friend who was, I believe, in a coma at this point. And they're talking about pulling the plug. These are some very challenging times for our young people. Some very challenging times for our young adults some very challenging times for our seniors the truth of the matter is none of us have ever been here before we're all experiencing this thing for the very first time but i'm so thankful that god is able that nothing is new under the sun according to his statute. so if you don't mind i know there are other prayer requests that are out there um we just want to remember them. We want to call out the names. If you have a special prayer, just raise your hand. Just, just, just raise your hand. Father God, again, we thank you once again for allowing us to come before you. You are truly an amazing God. Without you, we're hopelessly lost, but with you, we are more than conquerors. And so we come to thee today, oh God, with bowed heads, humble hearts, just giving you praise, and giving you all honor, giving you all glory. So we say thank you. Thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. Father, you have heard the many prayer requests. You've heard the requests of Brother Charles, who is... Suffered a stroke today, oh God. Send your angel now, oh God. Ascend your healing power right now, oh God. Raise him up off of his bed of affliction. And, and let the family know that you still a God that is in the healing business. Do it now, oh God, not because I said so. Because the word of God declares that if my people who will call by my name will humble themselves and seek my face, pray, call on my name, then you yes. will heal us. Father, we want to lift up before you in a very special way, Sister Minta. Father God, who is having difficulty breathing this morning. Again, God, you see the end from the beginning and you know us by name. So we're asking your covering over this young lady right now. We're asking that your Holy Spirit will fall upon her refresh and anew and that you will breathe life back into her, oh God. Give her her breath. Ease her mind. Ease her pain. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you will be with Sister Geraldine this morning. The doctors have sent her home, oh God, saying that, that there is nothing else that they're able to do. But Father, there is so much more you can do. So we're asking that you will be with her this morning, that you will cover the Rackley family this morning, that you will let them know that you still have her in the palm of your hand, that there is no drama, no issue, no concern that is too great for you, God. So show yourself strong today. Do it now in the name of Jesus. Father God, we want to lift up before you in a very special way, Sister Louise, who was in need of you right now at this very moment, who was having heart surgery right now, oh God, we need your touch. Go before the doctors this morning. Go before the nurses this morning. Pave the way. Make the crooked road straight. Let no hurt, harm, or danger befall your daughter, oh God. Without you, God, we're hopelessly lost. But with you, we are more than conquerors. Speak now, oh God. Do it now, O oh God. We also want to lift up before you in a very special way, oh God, my, my nephew, his, his, his close friend, his, his dear friend, one of, one of his boys, oh God. That suffered a very horrific car accident and, and, and now they're, they're, they're talking about pulling the plug. Father God, do what you do, oh God. Not by power nor by might, but by your spirit, saith the Lord. Let the words of my mouth, O oh God, speak to thee. Lord, use this experience as one that will draw hearts closer to you, O oh God. Lord, touch him right now where he is, O oh God. And, and touch the mothers and the fathers right now and all the family members that are, that, that are waiting for the outcome. Do it now, O oh God at the end of the day oh God your name will be proclaimed you looked around the sanctuary father and you saw all of those hands that went up for unspoken and that have concerns and that have prayers that they need answering God father God do what you do move now oh God show yourself strong oh God throw your weight around on this beautiful Sabbath morning let the world know that you still God all by yourself Father God, all those that are viewing online in the name of Jesus, on the different platforms, Lord Father God, stop by each home, stop by each bedroom, each kitchen, or wherever they're viewing this message, oh God, let them know, Father, that you understand their circumstances. Oh Father, you're so good to us, you're so awesome. So we're asked now, oh God, as we close this prayer time now, that you would touch down here today. We thank you for already being here. But Father, when the word goes forth, when, when the ministry of song goes forth, we pray your anointing like never before. Break the yokes and the bind, O oh God, and set the captives free. That when we leave here, God, we will not leave here the same way we came. But we will leave here with a newfound love for the things of God. We thank you this morning. So we ask your forgiveness of our sins. Cleanse us this day, we pray. In Jesus' name, let the people of God say amen and amen again. Give thanks. Come on, come on. We could do better than that. Come on now. Oh, give thanks. Uh, has it been good to you this morning? Oh, do you have anything to be thankful for this morning? Oh, give thanks. Thank him for waking me up this morning. Thank him for putting food on my table this morning. Oh, I give him thanks this morning. Thank you, Father, for just being able to see Thank you that I was able to hear this good music. Come on, somebody. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Am I in the right place this morning? Oh, am I in the right place this morning? Uh, uh, Maybe I need to go back to my basement. Maybe I need to go back downstairs where I was able to just be all into into the Lord. Oh, give thanks this morning. Amen. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Man, y'all about to start something before something got started. Oh, my, 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 thank you so much. Oh, give thanks, his goodness and his mercy. Oh, I don't know about you, but I was so glad when they said unto me, let us come into the house. Let's go into the house. September 4th, the house was back open again. Come on, somebody. Uh, We'll come in here and worship the Lord in the beauty of, of, of holiness and And just be able to just enjoy the goodness of God in the midst of his saints. This is a beautiful place. This is a beautiful thing. Amen. Sometimes we take stuff for granted and don't realize how wonderful it is. We couldn't have got this in my basement. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We couldn't have gotten this. I mean, I got it because I was able to throw my music on before I went live. And I was able to walk around the house and get my praise on and, and just be able to have my own worship service. My wife and I, we would have had a music blasting and, and, and just having a good time in Jesus. But we wouldn't, have, we, we ain't getting nothing like this in the house. Come on, somebody. So I'm so glad to be here. So glad and so wonderful uh, to be able to see your smiling faces this morning. Um, we do serve an awesome God, and we want just, to just give him all praise. That's why we're here. Elder Wellington, I know we're on the right path. Amen. Because just last week, my wife, the same thing you told me a few minutes ago, she mentioned to me last week. Amen. That's what I was saying. Yeah, we got something in place. Amen. So we thank God uh, for the Holy Spirit that is keeping us on the same wavelength. Amen. So we thank God for that. I'm not going to be before you long. Uh, but that's, I'm saying that now the Holy Spirit, that's another, you take that up with him, but, <laughs> um, but if you have your Bibles with you, we're going to go to the book of beginnings, amen. Um, the book of beginnings, uh, for those that may not be familiar with that book, that is the book of Genesis, amen. And we want to start there with our time together. Amen. The book of Genesis, we want to start with chapter 50. And when you have it, please stand with me in honor of the reading of the word of God. Genesis chapter 50. And we want to start with verse 15. When you have it, say amen. 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 And the Bible says in the book of Genesis... Uh, Chapter 50, beginning with verse 15, when Joseph brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay us for all the evil which he did to him. And I'm going to ask you guys to read verse 16. Thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespass of your brothers and their sin, for they did evil to you. Now please forgive the trespass of the servant of the, of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Verse 18. And then Joseph said to them, do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? But as for you,
1: you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good, in order to bring it about, as it is this day, to
0: save many people alive. Altogether. Now, Now, therefore, do not be afraid. afraid. I I will will provide for you. And, and your little, little ones and come comforted them, them and spoke them kindly to, to them. them today I just want to speak to you on the topic of misplaced protection misplaced protection let us pray Father God again we thank you um, once again for allowing us to gather in this place of worship we give you praise we give you honor and we give you glory for you truly are an amazing God without you we're hopelessly lost but with you, Father, we are more than conquerors. And so we thank you again for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, we pray that the people of God say amen, amen. and amen again. Misplaced protection. You know, I'm reminded of the days of old when um, I was a, a, young, a young person. Um, I remember that we used to I used to attend services and, um, and heard individuals talk about trusting these things and trusting this and uh, trusting that and and putting their their faith in so many things. I remember attending a service um, and someone made the analogy of how many of us came in here and shook the chair or test the chair to make sure that the chair was going to support you um, and i don't think anyone raised their hand and if i was to take that same survey today i would assure you that no one kicked the chair no one tapped the chair no right. one wiggled the chair you're probably doing it now but but it's a little too late for that um but 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 but, but we put our trust and our faith and our hope um and things that really can't protect us that really can't 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 do anything for us. And and, and in our passage today, we read when Joseph's brothers uh, 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 saw that their father um, was dead, that they said, Perhaps Joseph will hate us and have actually repay us and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. Um, And I would like to just pause right there for a minute. Um, and just take a look at that because I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm seeing family dynamics here. I'm seeing uh, things in the family um, that, that 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 is paramount when we're dealing with raising our children. Uh, um, you see, you see, Joseph um, um, uh, reassures his brother. He already then um, spoke with his brothers. He's 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 already shared with his brothers where he stood as it relates to how they dealt with him years ago uh... uh, uh, it, it was already laid out but 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 here you see that his brothers for whatever reason and you can probably help me out with your own story of why it is that his brothers now that his father has died feels as if Joseph may now take revenge on what they did to him now that his father is dead uh, and, and it speaks to that family dynamics on how uh, our family most for the for the, for the most part um, um, how it is held together uh, by mama or by By daddy or by mama and daddy. And soon as mama or daddy is out of the picture, all hell breaks loose. Anybody know anybody like that? Oh, I can, I can, I can, I can recall of a story that is that is that is very near and dear to me of a of a of a, of a mother that passed, and, and and yet before they were even able to funeralize her, the siblings were at each other's throat. Uh, we see this family dynamic here that Joseph's brother saw that now their father uh, was dead and they and they thought that Joseph now was going to come for their life and and the truth of the matter is Joseph like probably had every right to feel some kind of way because after all uh, he missed he missed his childhood years with his dad he he, he missed all of those years with his father that, and, and with his mother and when you read the text when you when you read the story uh, uh, when the brothers fa- find themselves or make their way to egypt not one time do you hear them talk about the mother would suggests to me that while Joseph was in Egypt, while he may have been in prison, I don't know, while he was being accused of something that he didn't do. Could it be that while he was being persecuted, sold off into slavery, that his mother passed? Could it be that while Joseph was running second in command in Egypt, while he was doing all of these marvelous things, that his mother was lying on her deathbed and he knew nothing about it? Now his brothers show up. His brothers show up because there is a famine in the land, and uh, they're there because they understand that if they go to Egypt, if they go to Egypt, that there is there is that, that there is supply enough there that would take care of their family, and so they strike out to Egypt, unbeknownst to them that they were running to the one. That they betrayed or that they sold off into slavery, which I can put a pin right there, because you never know when you're going to run into your past experiences or your past. They weren't expecting that. They weren't expecting to run into Joseph. They weren't expecting to run into the one that they sold, they weren't expecting to run into the one that they had betrayed, they weren't expecting to run into the one that they lied on, they weren't expecting to run into the one that they cheated on, they weren't expecting to run into the one that they mistreated and that they misused and they'd done all of these things to make their reputation look bad, they weren't looking to run Run into that individual that they were so poorly mean to, they weren't expecting to run into that. That's right. I hope you understand me this morning. Uh, they weren't looking. They were, they were simply going there to get food for the family, but what they found was a family, fr- uh, a, a, a family member that they had sold off. And so and so and so you would think you would think that after uh, uh, Joseph had forgiven them and after Joseph had recognized uh, who they who they were and and took them through all of the steps of, of going back to the home and getting the younger brother and bringing him back and, and going through all of those steps and then once they get there and then Joseph finally reveals himself to let his brothers know that that, that it is I that, that it is Joseph that, that it is me, uh, that, 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 that it's okay, that, that I don't hold any of that stuff against you, you would have thought that that would have been good enough. But see, when you do wrong to folk, yeah. you see, when you, when you wrong folk, and when you, when, 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 when you lied on folk, and, and when you've done stuff to folk, uh, and, 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 when, and when individuals forgive you for it, it's hard for you to forgive yourself. And it's hard for you to get that thing out your head and expect this individual who you just wronged to just be okay with you now. And something in the back of your mind just won't let you rest. We're talking true forgiveness here now. Because it's one thing uh, uh, to forgive somebody for what you did to them, but it's another thing to, for, somebody, for, for you to forgive somebody for what they've done for you. done done to you. And Joseph made a clear example of what it is like to put stuff behind you. That's why I said misplaced protection because these young men, these brothers, although they were protected, although they were covered, although Joseph had already told them that, 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 that the slate is clean, they were still looking for protection somewhere else. They were still looking for protection somewhere else, although they were in the safest place possible. Maybe have some children like that. In the safest place possible, but they feel that if they were somewhere else, they feel that if they live somewhere else, they feel that if I had something else, then things would be better. If I had a different job or a different lifestyle, if I was born in a different family, then maybe my life wouldn't be what it is right now. They were, they were still discontent. They were still, they were still uncomfortable being in a place where everything that they needed was right there at their fingertips. Uh-huh. And so this is what they did. You know, sin, my wife, I love my wife. My wife said, you know, sin make you stupid. Yeah. yeah. A a, a sin and make you stupid because, see, these young men, after they have been forgiven for what they've done, uh, they send a messenger. You see, they sent a messenger to Joseph saying, before your father died, now, I, did the, I did the reading, uh, Elder, I looked through the scriptures, I, 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 I searched, I tried to find them. Maybe I missed it, Sister Bev. I don't know, uh, uh, Elder Wellington, maybe I missed it, but I couldn't find anywhere where Joseph's father gave instructions to the brothers that when I die, I need you to let Joseph know to forgive you of all of your wrongdoing. I don't know. Maybe I missed it somewhere. But I couldn't find anywhere where the father told the, uh, 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 the, his brothers. Now, see, I could put a pen right there because my thing is if you have something to say about me, then please say it to me. Yes, sir. Amen. I mean, I feel that if you can say it about me, then you should be able to say it to me. Because if you can't say it to me, then please don't say it about me. And, and, and my thing is, if, 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 I'm, if I'm Joseph, I mean, if Jacob uh, wanted his son, wanted Joseph to forgive the sons, it just makes sense to me that Jacob would have had a conversation with Joseph. I I, I don't need you going to somebody else to tell somebody else there's something that you have to say to me. See, we can cut the middleman out. Amen. Because see, what happens is something gets twisted. We've all played the um, telephone line game where you stand in a circle and you get in a circle and you whisper something in one in the person next to your ear. And then what you they whispered in your ear, then you whisper in the next person's ear and it go all the way around. And by the time it gets back to you, it's something like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Nothing to do with what you originally said. So my thing is, come talk to me. And now one time did I find in the, in, 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 the in, in the Bible, should I say, where Joseph had a conversation with Jacob. And Jacob shared with Joseph that once I die, please forgive your brothers. Because the truth of the matter is, there were some things um, that the brothers did to Joseph uh, uh, that um, that, um, that um, Jacob didn't even know about. So surely he didn't give you this command, but yet the brothers got together and said, we're going to, and see, 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 this is the problem. See, see, you know, so much, you know, putting your, putting, you know, looking for your protection, looking for your hope and something. These, um, they, they sent a messenger. They didn't even have the audacity to go for themselves. They want to send somebody else on their behalf. Go 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 to go to Joseph and, and say to him that before your father died, he commanded, saying, Thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespasses of your brothers and their sins. So 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 they already know that they were in the wrong. Uh-huh. The fact that they even spoke to the servant to go and talk to Joseph suggests to me, Elder, that they knew they were wrong for what they did. And the truth of the matter is, family, if you've done some things and you know you're wrong for what you've done, get it right. I'm going somewhere with this. Thus you shall say to Joseph. I beg you, please forgive. You know, you know, when you are afraid for your life, you will, you will do almost anything. Right. This was a desperate move on the behalf of the brothers. They're already in a place. They're already taken care of. They already have everything that they need. They, they have a brother that is second in command. I mean, they're in the best place possible and don't recognize it. They have everything that they need and don't recognize it because they're still dealing with the lies and the cheating that they've done. They're still dealing with stuff that they've done in the past. They're still trying to make sense of it all. They can't move forward because backwards got them stuck in neutral. And so Joseph, what I love about it, because he, Joseph, Joseph, he helps them out a little bit. He comes back after, after the brothers says this to them. The text says in verse 17 that Joseph wept when they spoke to him. And I'm going to tell you something. It just, you know, when I, when, I, when I read it, I tried to understand why Joseph wept. What, what, what was it about it that made Joseph weep? I'm going to tell you, this is, what, this, is, this is what the Lord laid on me. Have you ever forgiven somebody, and I mean really forgiven somebody, and they dismissed it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about a sincere, you know, if you've sincerely forgiven somebody for what they have done to you, and when they reject that forgiveness, it ought to bring a hurt on you. That's why, that's why, Jesus, that's why Jesus wept. That's why Jesus felt bad a bother jesus because out of all that he have done, all that he did, all the raising of dead folk and all of the healing and giving sight to the blind, all of the healing of the leprosies and all of the feeding of the 4,000 on one occasion and 5,000 on another occasion, out of all of the teaching and all of the spending time with the disciples and they still don't get it. Oh, that bothers us. That, that ought to bother you when you've done everything. that you know you can do to help somebody out of a bad situation and they dismissed it. And they just kick it to the curve or they chalk it up as if it is nothing. Joseph felt bad, Joseph was hurt Joseph saw that even though I have forgiven you, even though that I have opened my home up to you even though that I've done all of these things uh, to prove to you uh, that I am over it now uh, that there's nothing that you can say or do uh, that's going to cause me to feel some kind of way about you but yet you choose uh, to hold on to the hurt, you choose uh, to hold on to the pain you choose uh, to hold on to the degradation You choose to do those things and it just bothered Joseph to the point that he wept. And he had to come back. Now this is, this is this is this is this is this is it. You see, you see, it was at this point in Joseph's story that the father was, you know, uh, uh, he he uh, he was still alive. Uh, he was the authority. He was the one who held the family together. He made sure that the differences between the brothers didn't reach a point where they uh, 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 where, where they would flare up, and that the old wounds were not uh, uh, scratched open. Uh, old wounds. Uh, and so while, while Jacob was alive, he tended to all of that. He made sure that everything was good to go, that everything was intact, that everything was ready. And so when Joseph died, the brothers, see, 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 mm, help me, Lord. You see, you see, you see, no matter how Joseph uh, or how Jacob tried to set the stage for the family, sometimes you have individuals within the family that just don't want things to go right. No matter how Jacob tried to set the stage, how in spite of them doing all they did to their brother, Jacob still loved every last one of them, didn't treat them any different, didn't show no favoritism. He was right there with them through thick and thin, but yet within the camp, there was, dry, there was, there was issues. You see, we have to understand you know, that these young men were fearful. Uh, 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 they, were, they, were, they were fearful because now that their father, uh, Jacob, is dead, they feared that now their life would be taken from them. And so 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 of course, we understand and know, we understand that fear, the fear of Joseph's brother is a very uncomfortable feeling to live with these, these, these shadows of our past, these things that we've done in our past that has now showed up in our presence. I hope you're understanding me now uh, uh, because there are times when what you've done, I remember I remember when I first came into the Christian faith, a young lady called me, a friend of mine called me, actually it was one of my friend's sister uh, uh, she. called me and she began to share some things with me that just didn't make sense. She said, I want you to know something. She said, first I want to say congratulations. I understand that you're giving your life to the Lord and you know that's a wonderful move to make. That's an awesome thing. That's the best decision that you will ever make. But I need you to understand that just because you gave your life to the Lord today don't mean that what you did yesterday won't come back on you. She had to remind me. She had to let me know. She said, for example, she said, for example, that that, that let's say today, uh, yesterday uh, you went out and you murdered someone and and, and then today you give your life to Christ just because you gave your life to Christ, just because you are now a believer, don't mean that what you did on yesterday don't mean that the murder you committed yesterday, you won't have to deal with what will happen is because God is a good God, because God is so gracious and he's so awesome he may lighten the sentence he may do something special but at the end of the day you're going to have to deal with your past I hope I'm saying something to somebody here this is a message so that we'll understand that going forward we need to be careful how we treat people we need to be careful how we deal with people because at the end of the day stuff will come back on you And as believers in this last day message, we have to understand and make sure that we have our calling and our election sure. And that we don't allow what somebody else did get in our spirit and cause us to feel some kind of way. We have to make sure that their lies don't become our lies and that their hate don't become my hate. I have to make sure that their bitterness don't become my bitterness. I have to make sure that their cheating don't become my cheating. Because God has raised up a standard. Because God has called me up to a higher level. I have to understand that I don't allow their bitterness to become mine. And it is so easy to allow that transference, that um that um uh, transference to take place uh, because we get into our feelings, um, we get into our own feelings um, and we show up with our feelings on our shoulders, sister bed. We show up with our feelings all in our pockets, and we show up with our feelings on our sleeves, um, and because something didn't go your way because something didn't go the way you thought it should go up, now you're mad at everybody. Oh, we can allow somebody else's issues To become our issue. uh, (laughs) 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 These brothers didn't get it, and so Joseph saw him. Joseph understood. Joseph recognized that they didn't get it, and so Joseph, I love it, I love it, I love it because Joseph had to come back. Joseph said to them, do not be afraid of, for I'm I in the place of, matter? who am I to hold you accountable for what you did to me? Who am I to get mad at you because you lied on me? You see, it's so easy for us to forget all the times that we lied on somebody else and when we cheated on somebody else. It's so easy for us to forget all the wrong and all the bitterness and all the hate that we've done. Oh, but when it's done to you, now you want to hold folk accountable. Now you want to send out a petition and get them out of the church and get them sent back to the conference and do all this other stuff. But you have forgotten. you were once a (laughs) catch my tongue holy ghost that's why Joseph came back I love it I love what Joseph said he said am I a- am I in the place of, who am I to get mad at you? Because what you have to understand that while you was out there hating on me, oh, I feel my help. While you was out there lying on me, oh, I feel it right there. While you were out there cheating and doing all this other stuff, you have to understand that why you meant it for evil, my God meant it for good. So why you think you're doing something great by lying on me? Why you think you're doing something awesome by cheating? You see, my protection is not misplaced because I recognize where my help comes from. I realize that I'm not here on my own accord. I see where my help comes from. My help comes from the one that made the heavens and the earth. My help comes from the one that spoke all of this into existence. I recognize that it is not I, but it is Christ on the inside. I recognize that my protection is not in things made with hands. My protection is not in a feel-good moment. But my protection comes from the one that spoke all of this into existence. My help comes from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. My help comes from the Omega, the Alpha, and the Omega. My protection uh-huh. is wrapped up, tied up, tangled up in Jesus uh-huh. that's why I can stand up uh-huh. when they hate on me uh-huh. that's why I can walk with uh-huh. my head held high uh-huh. when they cheat on me uh-huh. that's why I can smile uh-huh. at my storms uh-huh. because he that uh, has begun a good work uh-huh. is faithful oh he's faithful he's faithful. Oh, he's faithful. He will not allow um, your enemies to overtake you. Oh, that's the kind of God we serve. So I don't know where your protection lies. Maybe it's in your 401. I don't know if your protection uh, is lying in your job. uh, I don't know where your protection is. uh, But I want to suggest to you today uh, that you make the switch. uh, And you make Jesus. uh, your protection uh because at the end of the day, uh whatever you done in the backside, uh whatever you done in the past, uh if it show up in your future, uh because you protected, because you protected, it It don't matter. It won't matter because you're protected. His brothers didn't understand that. They were still thinking their protection and their safety was in the fact that their dad was alive. Because when their dad died, they had no hope. They felt as if they had no future. They felt like all hope was gone. Now that daddy is dead. What are we going to do now? What else going to do now? I had to throw that in there. <laughs> what are we going to do now that daddy's gone? Yeah. That mama's gone? Yeah. Uh-huh. What are we going to do now that the church doors are closed? What are we going to do when the checking account hit negative zero? <laughs> been there. I've been there. I've been, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> What are we going to do when our friends run out on us? Your protection is in Jesus. He's the only one that can keep you when everything else falls. Because we've all said some things. Come on now. I try to be as transparent as I can without running y'all up out of here. I try to be as transparent and as real as I can without putting everything out there. Because I know that there are some things you've done, some places you've gone. Come on, I know you look good in here. You won't just forget all about it. But let me explain something to you. If it wasn't for the goodness of God, you wouldn't be here today. I know you look good, got on your brute by Fabergé. I know you're smelling good right now. but, But at the end of the day, it is because of his goodness and his mercy that we are here every day. And we've all done some stuff. So that's why we can't look at nobody else. We can't look at nobody. We can't judge nobody. We can't talk down on nobody. You ought to just be thankful and thanking God that it's not you. It could have been me. It could have been me. And the truth of the matter is, there were times where it was me. But we forget. And Joseph had to remind his brothers. But as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. So God had people lie on you because he was trying to save somebody that you hadn't met yet. You see, I knew nothing of a tabernacle of praise when I was pushing everything I owned in a shopping cart down the streets of San Diego, California. I knew nothing about a tabernacle of praise um, when I was standing in a soup line uh, uh, being fed by strangers. I knew nothing about Adventism um, when I was sleeping on the corners, when I was doing all the stuff that I thought I was big and bad enough to do, but it was God that was leading me and, and God that was guiding me and when they stole all my stuff stole, it all, yeah. my Lord. stole all my little stuff but I couldn't get mad Lord should I should I because you know I didn't go by it right <laughs> so how am I going to get mad I'm trying to help us, y'all. I'm trying to. Don't leave the church, y'all. Please don't. Don't have me show up next week and it's just me and the mic. (laughs) But it's so easy for us to get mad at folk and hold stuff against them for what they've done and forget about the stuff that you did. Don't put your protection, your trust, your faith and your hope in something else. It's in Jesus. That's right. I don't know if there's anybody here that need a renewed touch from the Lord. but we want to pray. I'm going to invite up Elder Lee and he's going to share with us our stewardship piece, and, and we want to encourage you that as, you, as He gives the final prayer, and as the ushers dismiss you from your eyes. If you can have your gift, your offering in your hand and just place it in the tray as the, as the deacon comes by, that will help us tremendously. And my wife and I, we're going to greet you outside this Sabbath. We're going to go outside. We're going to stand out there with practicing social distancing, Maybe do a couple elbow bumps. But this is my third Sabbath in the house. I met a lot of us on the phone, but then I see you in person. I, you know me, but I don't know you, and I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm handicapped. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage. I can't go to Walmart and do what I'd like to do. <laughs> so I'm going to be outside so I can get to know you. <laughs> because I love the Lord. If you just want to have a renewed touch from the Lord, if you can just stand with me right quick as we pray. And then Elder Lee is going to come do our stewardship piece and he'll dismiss us from from the platform. Father God, again, we thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you are about to do. Again, it is always a blessing and a privilege to be able to open up our mouths to bless your name. I pray that something was said that would draw hearts closer to you. You see, all those that are standing, God, we need a new touch. We need a renewed spirit. We need a renewed experience with you. Help us to love. Help us to be kind one towards amen. another. Help us to understand and know that it's not about us. Help us Lord. But it's about you. Oh, yes, Lord. And we will be ever so mindful to give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the people of God say amen and amen again.
2: what are we going to do about it is the bigger question. Yes. God is always waiting for us to speak to him. He's always listening